0: welcome to the sarah centrella show join best-selling author master life coach and manifesting expert sarah centrella as she shares tips tools and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life it's time to hustle and thrive now here's your host sarah centrella Hello and welcome to the show, everybody. So glad you are here, because this is gonna be a new kind of show today. I am excited because I've wanted to do a few coaching shows where I'm uh, sharing some of my tips and tools that I share in my life coaching practice um, with you guys. And so today we are gonna be taking on the massive topic of procrastination. So before we get into all of that, I just want to remind you um, that you can enter the Weekly Five drawing. I give away all kinds of amazing stuff, including Autograph books, courses, uh, coaching calls, all kinds of great stuff. So to enter each week, you have a new chance and you have unlimited chances. You basically go to my Instagram, which is at sarahcentrella, and you leave your feedback. You interact with me, you leave comments. um, Let me know that you... um, are engaging and I appreciate the content that's going out and that's how I reward you. I draw five winners every Friday. Okay, so today y'all we're going to be talking about procrastination and I think it is such um, an important topic because I know for me personally it's one of those things that really challenged me kind of my whole life and I think at a certain point I had just gotten to this place where I would convinced myself that ah, you know, I'm just a procrastinator. It's who I am. It's no big deal. And what kind of shifted that for me was about a year ago, I reread the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he has 30, uh, a list of 30 things that he's come up with that is the reasons why most people fail. And I was reading that list. And I think like number, I don't know, Six, seven is procrastination. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> what do you mean that procrastination really is directly associated with failure? All of a sudden, a light went on for me, and I was like, oh, hell no. That is not going to be one of the reasons why I don't succeed the way that I envision myself succeeding. And so That was kind of a big turning point for me. I really started looking into um, what causes us to procrastinate. And even more importantly, you guys, what is the cost of procrastination in your life? Because I can promise you it is costing you something and it might be costing you a lot. It might be costing you a lot of things across the board, financially and otherwise. Um, and it is one of those things that we absolutely can change and should change because it isn't serving us. Um, so that is where I kind of want to start. I want to give a couple different examples of how, pro- how procrastination can really self-sabotage um, multiple levels of your success, but we're going to start with finances. Um, so for example, let's say we want to manifest Wealth and abundance, or more abundance into our life, right? So that is the wish we're sending out to the universe. Those are the, the mottos and the mantras and the words we're saying. All of that is is backing up this wish to have abundance flow to us, right? Um, but here's the thing. If you haven't identified uh, that you have some core beliefs that are blocking that abundance, that, for instance, maybe believe that you are not worthy of it or that money uh, leaves as soon as it comes or any of those things, the outward manifestation of that belief could be your procrastination. And it's kind of the thing that is sabotaging the financial success. So here's a great example. Um, I'm going to out myself here a little bit. (laughs) But I already said that I was a classic procrastinator before I started changing that. And one example was, um, you know, I know I'm supposed to put oil in a car. We all know that. Yes. (laughs) Um, I happen to have a car several years ago that liked oil more than most cars. And it would totally be one of those things. I'd be like, yep, I'm totally going to get that tomorrow. I'm going to get to that tomorrow. Absolutely. It's on my list. Not going to drive it very much. And a month would go by. (laughs) Um, or maybe longer. And so something that honestly would have cost me 12 bucks winds up costing me thousands of dollars because now damage is done in the car and it needs a lot more work. There's all kinds of other examples that I know many of us do. You know, you get a parking ticket, you put it in the drawer, you're like, yes, I'm totally gonna pay that tomorrow. It triples, (laughs) you know, you're like, wait, what happened? Um, We do that sometimes with our health, Right? You know, um, a doctor's visit, no big deal, hour out of our time. Um, We put it off until it's a a much bigger deal, much more expensive deal. And so, what's happening is though we are asking for abundance and though we are, you know, trying to line up our words and thoughts and, and those things for it, we are blocking the receiving piece. So we're not even allowing ourselves to receive the good good, right? The thing that we want the most, the thing that we've asked for. We're actually standing in the way of that by these kind of outward manifestations of those blocks, procrastination being a really big one. And so I have a bit of a challenge for you. Um, I want you, when you're done listening to this tonight or whatever, like grab your journal, grab a notebook and sit down and list I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 examples of how you've recently procrastinated. And that could be the last six months, the last year, whatever. So try to come up with some of those bigger examples, things that you know right off the top of your head you had been putting off and then they became worse. <laughs> um, that problem didn't go away. It usually grows. So give yourself a list, start to actually see what you're procrastinating on because What usually happens is that stuff bangs around in our head, right? We're thinking about it a lot. Um, We come up with to-do lists in our head, but we've gotta get it out of our head, you guys. We've gotta get it out on paper. And once you do, once you can see some examples of how that has uh, cost you either uh, financially or maybe cost you an opportunity or cost you a deadline, things like that. I want you to start writing out the cost associated with each of the items you just listed so that you can see in black and white, this isn't a no big deal type of thing, okay? This is not something that I can just laugh off and say, ah, that's just me. It's just my personality, it's no big deal. I want you to see in black and white, wow, this is really costing me stuff. This is really a self-sabotaging behavior that is making all the effort I'm putting in sometimes worthless, right? Because we don't get the outcome we want or we stand in between us and that outcome. And I want us to, sometimes the best way for us to initiate change is to be able to take a hard look at the results of our past behaviors. And when we can do that inventory and look through it and write out the cost and write out the what the outcomes were of that, um, what we missed because of it, all of those things, what stress it brought into our life, maybe what arguments that it caused with people in our life. Once we can see all of that, then we are gonna be motivated to put in the effort it takes to change that behavior. And through changing that behavior, you are changing who you are, right? So one of the first steps to that change that I want you to start doing from now on, after you have your list, I want you to stop saying you're a procrastinator, okay? Words matter, man, they matter. They are labels that we live up to. And every time you wanna say it, every time you're about to say it, I want you to rein it in and switch it. And say, you know what? I used to have an issue with procrastination, but I'm getting better every day. I'm getting better at it every day. I am learning to modify that behavior, okay? So stop labeling yourself a procrastinator and start saying, I get shit done. I get shit done, I execute. I'm so proud of myself because I get shit done, right? So we actually wanna use our words in a way that is predicting a new outcome for us. Do you maybe get shit done today? (laughs) Maybe not, but we wanna start using that label instead because what's gonna happen, we're gonna become that person. Over time, the more we say anything, the more we lean into it and become it over time, right? So we start today, uh, we put any past negative behaviors that we're changing in past tense, always, always, always. And whenever we are speaking about ourselves in present tense or future, we are always using the outcome that we want. So I get shit done, I love that one. Um, Okay, so I have a couple other tips for you that will hopefully help you uh, change this behavior. One is uh, we've got to set ourselves up for success. I'm such a big believer in this, you guys. I think that most people, without maybe even realizing it, do the opposite. So they will create a to-do list first of all, it's going on in their head all the time, right? So just by it being in your head, it's taking up way more space, mental space, stress, um, anxiety, all of that than is necessary. So get it out of your head and get it on paper. Put it on a physical list. Use a pen. I know, crazy, right? Use a pen and a notepad. Keep notepads upstairs, downstairs, in your room, like keep them handy, okay? And it's the act of your brain translating and processing to get that list out of your head through the pen and onto the paper that helps all of that form like that's kind of step one right um and so once you've just done that dump got everything that you want to get accomplished everything that's been on a rolling to-do list clean the garage you know like whatever is on your list um you have like your mass data dump, okay? So now it's no longer in your head. You don't have to be carrying it around. And now what I want you to do is I want you to set yourself up for success. And so I always have three different lists. I have that big, massive one, the data dump. Um, That will usually be in a category uh, titled this month, or maybe even this quarter, depending on how much is on there. So that's kind of your big list. And then I will each week, usually Sunday night or first thing Monday morning before I do anything else Monday morning, I will sit down and I'll review that big list and I'll pick the things that need to be done this week. And from there, every single morning, I start a fresh sheet of paper in my notebook. At the top, I label it, today I will. I do not say to-do list. (laughs) I say today I will. And I put just three things on there that I know for a fact are executable today. And so that gives me an opportunity to look at my schedule and say, hey, if I'm booked every 10 minutes for the next eight hours, I can't execute 15 things. So, putting 15 things on my list is setting me up for failure and not success. We don't want to do that anymore. That's what we used to do. Okay. We don't do that anymore. So, if I know my day is that packed or I have, you know, that much um, work that I'm already locked into or committed to, then I want to pick the two or three most urgent things that absolutely have to be done today and that is all that is going on my today I will list and every time I accomplish it I am marking that shit out with a nice big black sharpie okay so all these little things I know they sound a little bit silly um maybe there are things you did when you were younger but you guys this is the the correlation that your brain needs to let this shit go Right, And so there, it, you wanna give yourself little satisfactions all along the way. And there's something satisfying about seeing your list that says, today I will, and everything's blacked out and done, okay? You feel accomplished. And then what will typically happen is if I have an extra half hour or extra hour in my day, I'll look at that week list and I'll be like, hey, could I pull two more things over on, on it and get those done real quick? Let's go ahead and get those done. So then what have I just done? I've built myself up, you guys. I've become a rock star, right? Not only did I accomplish what I had to get done today, what was most urgent, but I actually went over and above. And that is the type of thing that is going to build your faith in yourself. And that's the pieces. When you start doing this on a regular basis and get into the habit of it, that is going to make you absolutely 100% believe that you get shit done. You're that person now, right? You're the person who executes. Because at the end of the week, you get to get your little black (laughs) Sharpie out and cross that whole list off. And I know you know how good that feels, right? And how accomplished you feel, how proud of yourself you feel, how you can just breathe because you can let all that shit go you know it's done, okay? So stay away from what we would normally do, which is try and work off that massive list every single day, because that is what is demotivating you and is actually feeding your desire to procrastinate. It's setting you up for failure instead of success. Um, Okay, so I am always in all things, setting goals that i know i can achieve in that day so if you can't do three on your today i will start with one but you want to start building up that uh the promise that you're making to yourself and building the trust um okay so after you've gone through your list i want you uh, your list of um the procrastinations you've had in the last six months let's say and after you've identified kind of what those costs are see if you can put some dollar amounts to some of those costs see if you can find out how much it has cost you from a financial standpoint and that should be a real big eye-opener and a real big motivation to start implementing some of these uh, tips so that it stops happening. Um, okay. I have another tip for how to handle messages. I don't know if you're like me, but I'm telling you guys, I get hundreds of messages every single day. And I'm sure many of you do too. Um, I think they say an an executive corporate executive gets on average three to 500 emails a day or something insane. Um, and that can very well make you know very quickly make you feel buried. I don't know about you, but man, emails are one of those things that I just uh, would hide from them. You know, I just they they stack up so quickly that inbox gets full so quickly. It's really easy to get behind on each of the tasks those emails are bringing out. Um, and so, I long time ago created a hard and fast rule for myself when it comes to any messages. This includes DMs, so DMs on social media. I easily get a couple hundred DMs a day um, on social media. So it's a lot, there's a lot of, I mean, I could literally spend my entire day just reading and responding to all the different ways that that people are messaging. And that is super overwhelming and it can get you in the weeds really quickly. Um, And it's also hard to follow up on all of that stuff when it's all over the place. So I have a hard and fast rule, which is I do not open or read a message or an email unless I know that I have time right then and there to address whatever it is, Okay, So typically, especially when it comes to email, I will set 30 minutes to an hour aside in the day, Um, usually about 30 minutes first thing in the morning to kind of see what comes through overnight. Uh, And then late, kind of late in the evening to make sure I'm checking in with anything that came through during the day. Uh, And during that time, it is my time to not just read, but to respond. So if I'm opening it, I am also responding. That way it's not becoming one of those ever-growing to-do lists. Um, and I'm not having to mentally remind myself, oh, remember to send that back to her, remember to do that attachment, remember to do this contract, Um, do it right then. And if you can't, leave it as unread so that it will still have that little unread bubble uh, and you can sort them easily in both your text messages, um, Instagram, and your inbox just by clicking unreads so that when it's time for you to sit down and do your replies, there you go. They're all there and ready to go. So make that be your your same hard and fast rule for all messages, including text messages and everything else. If you can't respond right then and deal with whatever it is, then leave it as an unchecked unread box until you can. That will be kind of your reminder. Um, Okay, show up for yourself, y'all show up for yourself the same way that you would a work meeting. So if you have um, goals to meditate, let's say, or um, work out, and you want to maybe go for a walk or whatever the case is, um, it is super important that you put that in your calendar the same way you would any other work meeting. And by putting it in your calendar, that way the time slot is blocked off so no one can schedule something on top of it. And you're gonna get the little pop-up notification, hey, it's time to work out, hey, it's time to meditate. Um, And it's gonna be that much harder for you to consciously decide not to do the thing, right? So again, we're setting ourselves up for success. Instead of having it be an open-ended topic in your brain all day long, hey, Sarah, you should work out, Sarah, you should work out. I know that it's in my calendar, and I get the 15-minute reminder, hey, your workout's coming up, so in that time I can go put my shoes on, get my you know walking or running stuff ready, and head out the door, and take that hour the same way I would if it was a work-scheduled hour. And I'm not having to talk myself into it, you guys. That is so huge it really helps us remove that moment of hesitation where it's like, oh, I know I should, but I could get this one other thing done first or I know I should, but I'm going to go run an errand instead. Like it just takes that off your plate so that you don't have to convince yourself. You don't have to talk yourself into it. It's just part of your schedule. Um, so that has been huge, huge for me. Another one is... Opening up that space in your brain by writing things down. Write them down, write them down, write them down. Get them out of your brain so that your brain doesn't have to stress about it, doesn't have to remind you 40 times a day. It will begin to trust you that if you've written it down on that list, it's safe. You're not gonna forget it. So then that space can be freed up to actually do some productive thinking, or come up with some new ideas, or reach out to you know the person that you've wanted to reach out to, or spend that time daydreaming about what you're creating. Okay, um, get it out of your brain. And the other piece of that is a lot of times you know you might have your your idea or remember the thing you need to do while you're driving or. walking or something else and you don't have a notepad with you so instead of using the notes app on your phone i text that to myself for the same exact reason that i do with all those other messages is that if i text it to myself i'm going to have that little blue bubble that says you have an unread text message and i'm going to leave it there until i get home can open it up and can do the thing Guys, that is a game changer. So immediately when the, you know, that thought or the idea is popping in my head, I'm getting it out of my head onto, um, you know, in, into kind of the workflow that I know works for me in one that I'm not going to forget it. Um, I will be able to be reminded when I need to be and it's, it's out of my head. So that has been huge, huge for me. Um, all right, guys, I hope that this is helpful. I know that's a lot of stuff. I'm all about tips and tools. I don't fuck around with like, oh, la-di-da, go have a nice day. Um, I want you to actually get some meat out of every show I put out there, out of every blog post I put up, out of every social post I put up. I want you to get something that you can execute and use in your real life. Otherwise... What's the point, man? <laughs> um, so the last tip of the day, this one's huge for parents, especially. Um, start using time blocking. Okay, so it might be like an actual thing. I don't know. I've never really looked into it at all. So I will define it as, as what I define it as, okay? So by time blocking, I uh, am setting up specific sacred times during the day for specific things. This enables me to not try and multitask at all times. Because y'all ladies hear me, please. <laughs> ladies especially please hear me. Multitasking does not work. It adds stress to your brain. It puts 9000 more things in your head that then actually need to be there, it makes you feel unsatisfied at every task you do. Um, it's just, I don't know, it, it it makes us feel like we're not doing anything well, because we're not. You can't do five things at the same time and do any of it well. You can't be present in any of those things. And so when I first became a single mom, um, I started doing this time-blocking thing, and it is what has saved me, y'all. There is no way. That I would have been able to do the things that I've done, um, just even from a time standpoint, and definitely from a sanity standpoint, had I not done this. Um, so, for example, when uh, my girls were a year and a half old, you know, when my ex left or whatever, and, and I got a job, they would have to go to daycare and I would go to work. So, while I was at work, I was very focused on work, right? So I'm trying not to text. I'm trying not to do anything else. I'm trying to execute everything I need to have done at work. I'm really trying not to think about anything else. The minute I leave that parking lot from work and go get my kids, I am on their time. They now have me booked (laughs) and I am solidly theirs until they go to sleep. And that has been my hard and fast rule for the last 12 years. And it has saved everything because you know, especially then when I was working out out of the home, I would have roughly two and a half hours a day with them. So from about six o'clock to eight o'clock when they would go to bed, 536. Um, And that alone crushed me because I was, you know, devastated. I'm like, oh my God, I only get this much time. So knowing that I only had a limited amount of time with them during the week um, because I was at work, I wanted to make sure that that time was me being fully present and me being um, interactive with them, that I was getting on the floor and actually playing with them, that I was, you know, riding them around on my back and coloring and taking them to the park and uh, cooking dinner and whatever else, right? Um, and during that time, I was not on my phone. No phone, no text messages. I don't care if my boss calls me. I don't care if the world is burning. I'm not going to know about it until 8 o'clock when the kids are in bed. So give yourself permission to do that. Because moms, when you do that, then you can go to work and be present at work and not stress about your kids all day long or not feel guilty or things like that. Um, And the same is true with your business or any of the other things that you need to do. If you are able to give 100%... In the time block that you have for that task, you are going to feel so much more accomplished and satisfied because you know that you're there. I'm not just in the same room with my kids and they're trying to talk to me, but I'm on my phone or I'm thinking of a million other things and not listening to them, right? I'm there. And then when they would go to bed and I would go through my routine or whatever, that was the time that i wrote my blog initially and it's the time when i wrote my books after that so people have always asked me how do you you know as a single mom I don't have help i don't have family that helps me at all never have um i don't have nannies or none of that so people are always like how have you you know worked full-time started a business written these books and been a full-time mom, single mom. And it's because I did this. And so, you know, from usually from eight to nine is when I would do all the household stuff, the laundry, whatever else. Um, and then from nine to midnight is when I would do my writing or my passion or hustle on my business. So I know a lot of you out there listening have a side hustle or a dream to start your own thing, but you just can't see where it can fit into your life. Like, man, I just don't have the time. You do have the time. You just got to organize your day a little bit differently. And ladies, I say that as someone who would never consider herself an organized person. (laughs) I'm just going to come right out and say that. That is not one of the things I would define myself as at all. So if I can do this, definitely anyone listening can do this. And it will give you your life back, I'm telling you. It will give you your life back. Um, Because you're gonna actually get those things done that you really wanna get done and you're gonna be there for it and your writing's gonna be better or your business is gonna grow more or your relationship because when the kids are in bed, you're taking that hour to be with your husband or whatever, right? So stop trying to be all things at all times for all people, man shit doesn't work. That is the fastest way to get burned out. It's the fastest way to feel exhausted and taken advantage of. It's the fastest way to beat yourself down because you feel like you're not doing anything right. Just get out of that whole cycle and start putting that effort in, in smaller chunks, manageable chunks, so that you can start feeling accomplished. Um and I did a call yesterday with someone who asked me kind of uh these these questions and and she said, "You know, during COVID, how do I do that?" I'm feeling so you know, it's it's exhausting, right? Every day blends into the next and all of that. And I'm telling you this time blocking thing is going to save your life in COVID. <laughs> That's what's saving me, right? So you have your your morning time that's you know with the kids and the homework or whatever and then parents institute what I call QT in the afternoon. This is quiet time. So once my kids were too old to take naps anymore, we immediately instituted afternoon quiet time, QT. We put the time on the fridge, so it was like from 1 to 3. And their whole lives, they've known like from 1 to 3 is like their quiet time. They all either go to their own rooms or their own space, so it helps them feel comfortable with taking alone time and quiet time. And in that time, that's their their time to take, you know, take a nap, watch a movie, be on their device, whatever. And that's your time, your 90 minutes or your two hours to hustle on what you want to do, to hustle on your today I will list or to work on your business. And I know an hour doesn't seem like a lot of time, or 90 minutes doesn't seem like a lot of time, but if you're solidly focused during that time, you're going to get more done in that 90 minutes than you would have trying, quote unquote, to work all day long while you were doing the rest of the stuff. You will actually plow through your list and feel like a freaking rock star. Um... So the la- the last piece of that QT is really let the kids know, even if they're small, even if they're four or five, you can still totally do QT. Uh, just let them know that they don't interrupt. They, you know, stay in the room unless it's really, really important. So it's giving all of you the respect to have some quiet time and alone time and putting a time limit on it. We don't want them up in their rooms on their phone for 12 hours a day, right? Um, so... I know that's a lot, I hope it was helpful. Please, please, please let me know. (laughs) If you are enjoying the content that I put out as a content creator, it is absolutely imperative that I know and that I get that feedback. And the way that you can give back is by reviewing the podcast, by leaving your comments, by sharing it, and by helping spread the love. If this is valuable to you, that is my one request. That is what I ask in return. Um, And it's an ask that I know you're capable of delivering on. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that. Uh, Also, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, I have all kinds of cool gifts for you uh, in our notes. You can check that out. Click on that and uh, get your gifts for helping support the weekly giveaways. All right, everybody, make it a great and powerful day.